Welcome to another episode of the Dynamic Thriving Podcast. I am your host, Marianne Pack, spiritual medium, oracle for the many, and joy advocate. And I guide you into all things life transformational. And today I want to welcome my dear friend, coach, and colleague, Lori Raggio is with me, and I am so thrilled to have her back on the podcast. She was on the podcast a little earlier in the year, and um, she shifted gears a little bit. And I want to tell you, I want her to tell you all about this new and um, blossoming way she is serving. So welcome, Lori. I'm so thankful you're here. Thanks, Marianne. It's so good to be back. Yes, yes, yes. And Lori also interviewed me on a couple special editions when um, when uh, I invited her to uh, interview me. So, so Lori and I met through Darla Ledoux and Sourced Experience, and we were on a year-long coaching program with her. And so we got to retreat together. We got to be in person. Uh, we got to uh, be on calls together. So I have just so loved getting to know Lori and spending time with her outside of that group and, and asking her to help me because she has a golden heart of a servant. And um, I am so happy that um, she's here to share this new program with you. And this program, this broadcast is also in co collaboration with the Ladies Power Lunch. And you can find it. This is a free Facebook group. We have one rule, ladies, for you to join, and that is to intentionally support each other. And you can also visit their website, ladiespowerlunch.com. And Lori and I are both active members of that group. Yes. So you will see us there if you join. So let's jump right in, Lori. Who is Lori and what <laughs> do you bring into the world? It's always a yes. question. Well, and it, 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 I love that question, Marianne, because when I went back and looked at how I kind of described myself during other episodes, it's very different. So I think, you know, one of the things that's so fascinating is that as women entrepreneurs, I mean, we have the freedom to describe ourselves however we would like. Absolutely. <laughs> and that evolves, you know, over time. So, um, you know, part of how I like to describe myself is that I'm a creation catalyst, um, a soul activist, and the newest kind of component that we're talking about today is I'm a geographical soulmate matchmaker. Yes. I love those. And we're going to expound on those and what they mean yeah. in, in, as we go through this conversation today. So um, our topic is your geographical soulmate. So with this new vision that you have and the new work that you're moving into, and like you said, we morph and we evolve and, and we change as we grow and expand. Yes. Um, and I want you to talk a little bit about finding your geographical soulmate and what that means. So what problems do you help your clients solve? What kind of transformation do they get when they work with you, especially around this new area of work that you're that you're providing. Yeah. Well, and, and anyone who has, you know, knowledge of Darla um, Ledoux knows that she talks about different types of sourced magic. Um, and so my primary source magic is expansion magic. 
And so I am constantly, you know, kind of expanding and evolving, not only what I focus on, but that's really my gift to others. So part of that magic is that, you know, someone comes to me to talk about, I don't know, maybe a, a leadership role that they have or a business that they have or a business that they would like to have. And I have this gift of immediately seeing all these possibilities and opportunities for them. Like my brain just starts to go there and has all of these ideas. And so part of the geographical soulmate was an experience that I've had over the last several years of being called to a particular geography, a particular part of the country um, that each time I would go visit, I just felt like I couldn't leave. Um, so I found myself being energized by this geography, being a a feeling of being whole, a feeling of being at a different vibrational level when I was there. And I started to think about, you know, why am I not there? (laughs) like, Like, why am I only visiting, you know, annually if, there is an opportunity to feel like this all the time. And so I made it happen during the pandemic and listening, you know, to my heart and listening to my soul and just getting there. And for me, it happens to be Arizona. Um, And as I've talked to more people and kind of used this term geographical soulmate, I would kind of get this initial look like, like, what is she talking about? And, you know, being more curious and asking more questions. And I would say in the last year, there's probably 10 people that I can very quickly say have gone through a process, a journey of some type to get to where they geographically feel the most grounded in a life. So it is a thing. (laughs) Yes. You know, it's just not this concept, but I'm also, you know, believe so much in this process, in this journey um, that I am working to get it trademarked because nothing like it is out there right now. Absolutely. So, you know, putting my expansion magic (laughs) Yes. Into action. um, And, you know, helping women leaders and entrepreneurs who I work with to realize that these geographies exist Mm. and how to find them. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, even when you vacation in different places, there are some places that just feel like, oh, I could live here forever. Or, you know, I just feel like home. Yes. You know, I, people have had to, the audience has to have resonated with an area that they Mm -hmm. visited, or maybe they've never gone there, but they just have this calling. They want to go visit that. Yes. Yes. Just something that feels like it's a calling and directing them that Mm -hmm. one day they have got to make it a point to, to uh, make it to that place. Yeah. So, well, and I think the other piece of this, and um, 
I know we were, you know, maybe going to mention this, but there is a chapter in a book that I've written as part of one of the LPL book collaborations. And the book title is Be the Beacon. And in my chapter, I talk exclusively about the geographical soulmate. And one of the things that I mention is that I think since the onset of COVID, um, I believe, and I think we're all experiencing this, is that the land and specifically mother nature is like calling all of us to partner with her, to co-create more of this feeling of oneness. Yeah. And so I think if there was a time for mm -hmm. people to do some introspection and do some exploration and to find this location for themselves, I think it's now. Yes. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It just seems like I'm just, I have such an urge to be outside more. Yes. Um, you know, and I live in a very rural area, we have acreage. And so I get out and I move around our farm area and our, we have it in wildlife management now. So that's even more fun because just the other day I was um, mowing around the perimeter because I keep like a trail mode yeah. for myself to walk on. And the bottom pasture has started to reclaim our mother nature has started to reclaim that pasture, that hay pasture, and has seeded more milkweed plants. Mm. And monarch butterflies must have milkweed to lay their eggs. And I was mowing along. And of course, I always invite my spirit guides to go with mm -hmm. me. And um, a flurry of monarch butterflies were just flying all around me back and forth. And it, I have chill bumps right now. Um, and, you know, going back and forth from the milkweed to the field, to the tree, you know, oh, wow. that, that lined the creek that I was mowing next to. And it was just such a delight to have the privilege of being in mother yes. nature and feeling the life. Yes. A life force yeah that was on this land and, and, and marianne when you were when you were there like what was what was the energetic feeling that you had oh it was just it was just like it just filled me with such joy yeah and and thankfulness mm. um because i i respond a lot to uh, nature spirits, um, animal yeah. spirits, yeah, and things like that. So I am very attuned to a lot of those. And of course, the butterfly is about metamorphosis, transformation, and yeah. color, showing your color, yes. shining brightly, because many of them are kind of iridescent. So there's such beautiful lessons to be learned and messages to receive. And I just felt like this was just my spirit guides, the many, you know, offering their confirmation, mm -hmm. my sign yeah. that yes, I am in transformation. Yes. I'm doing the work. Yes. Uh, you know, keep moving forward. So yeah. it was just, uh, it was just a real joy. I yeah. just laughed out loud and, thanked, yeah. <laughs> and told them how beautiful they were. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, I, I think what some of the stories that I've heard and I've experienced the, the same thing is that there's like this over 
overwhelming, like just awe feeling like this. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes it's even hard for people to describe, but it, yes. it's, you know, in these geographies, in these geographical soulmate locations where there's just this feeling of connection. Yes. That you can, and sometimes it includes other people and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it's just us out in nature in these areas. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it, it, it's fascinating because one of the things that I've realized as well is that I do better work when I am outside, when I can actually feel mm. the energy of the mountains, the desert for me, and knowing that I need to work inside, it's mm. like I bring that in and then try to ground it into the way I approach my work inside. Mm. That is beautiful. Yeah. 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 There's many times I'll take my journal outside and and that's a lot of times when I'm after meditation, I go outside and sit with my journal, write my question at the top. And then yeah. I look for the many to give me a message. Yeah. So a lot of times that is where I do my writing also, mm -hmm. you know, especially mm -hmm. my handwriting, because that's so important for that brain. Yes. You know, connection, hand connection, you know, yeah. and really instilling it in us and shifting our physiological brain. Yeah. You know, and rewiring it. So yeah, I, yeah. I totally understand that wanting to be out in nature to do do your work because there are yes. times when I take my laptop outside and sit in the shade of the of the back patio when the front porch is is in the sun. So yeah. <laughs> you have to shift around here in Texas. We yeah. shift around the house, depending on where the where this That's true. That's yeah. very true here too. Yes, yes, I would think so. <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously this is a totally different approach, but what does set this apart from other kinds of coaching? Because even the way that you approach your, your, uh, your original type of coaching, your leadership coaching, yeah. your, there has to be a little bit different, a little bit more unique. There is. And, and I, you know, when I think about my coaching style, it's really focused on leadership coaching and life coaching. So it's really mm -hmm. both and truly bringing all of me and all of my gifts, including that, you know, expansion magic into the discussions. And so my current coaching clients, you know, I've started to ask more questions around, you know, are they where they want to live and are, have they considered, you know, some of those locations for themselves and, you know, are they even taking the time to explore other places? So, you know, obviously with COVID and, and the variant, you know, there's some places that are more locked down again now. So, you know, some of the work on finding your geographical soulmate may not be able to include travel right now, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of other things that can go into that exploration that happens first. Right. So for example, in the you know chapter, I include a lot of different questions for people to think about and to answer for themselves. And, you know, are they ready? Right. To do some of this exploration. Yes. And when Lori says, 
she wrote a lot of questions. <laughs> Folks, I am telling you, I have the chapter right here that she sent me. There is a lot of questions to consider. So she has been very thorough in providing us questions. So we'll talk about when this book is coming out. It's, it is coming out um, in the next month, I believe, a uh, month or two. And um, it's just uh, amazing what she has addressed that I certainly didn't think of, you know, before reading her chapter. And it was like, oh, that's, <laughs> I need to think on this one. Yeah. So there are a lot of questions. So you're going to really enjoy this chapter when you get this, uh, the book, yeah. Be the Beacon. Uh, it is the Be the Beacon, correct? Yes. 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 Well, and I think part of it, the questions, Marion, is that I have found personally that the journey to finding your geographical soulmate is important or more important than actually finding it. So all of the growth and the transformation, you know, both personally and professionally that can happen during the journey piece makes all of getting to that location so much more worthwhile. Yes. And then once you're there, then there's this whole other kind of unfolding that happens because you can think about it as a new relationship. I mean, you kind of go through the process of connecting with someone and kind of learning about them and getting excited about being with them. And then you actually make this commitment to having a different level of a relationship. To me, that's okay. Now you are in your geographical soulmate area. And then what do you do? Well, that relationship doesn't continue unless you focus on it, unless you spend time with it in it, um, unless you expand to now include bringing other people into that geography. And what does that make available to you? So it's, yeah. And you have to think about, you know, developing a relationship. Again, you're, when you develop a relationship with somebody new, you kind of go off and try to spend quiet time with them. Yes. Because you want to hear what they're saying. And if they lower their voice to a whisper, you don't want to miss it. Right. And you want to feel, feel what they're feeling. You want to notice the subtleties. Right. Of their personality, of their, you know, how they, how they view themselves in the world and your relationship. And so, yeah, I can see having to spend a whole lot of time with your geographical soulmate, um, you know, in that quiet time yeah, where you really hear and listen and feel. Well, and be present. Yes. So that you can notice, you know, kind of those, those gifts that are available, whether it's, you know, I, I, in the chapter, I talk a lot about kind of, um, the nature, um, that I've experienced here, whether it's been, coyotes or wolves or, you know, snakes or mm-hmm. roadrunners or, and just, you know, not just seeing them, but really experiencing how are they different? How are we mm-hmm. connected, you know, yeah. in this particular geography? So, yes. Yeah. Yes. I've had so many experiences here, you know, on our place because 
we have a lot of wildlife and, and there's, you know, little critters that come up and eat the cat food and whatever, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just all the time. They're always puttering around, especially at yeah. night. So yeah, last night we had a visitor to, of a very old possum huh. who came up and I was sitting out in the dark and I just wanted to look at the stars for just a little while. And this old Mr. Possum came up to finish off the little dribbles of cat food. And the cats were just kind of sitting around watching him eat, you know, didn't do anything about him, but you could tell he was old because he moved, uh, he, he had a much longer tail and, and usually the younger ones have a little shorter tail. Yeah, yeah. Just the cutest thing. So I sat there and took pictures of him. Yeah. Flash didn't bother him at all. Hmm. So he was just, just precious. So I just, yeah. I, I love my encounters I've had skunks on the porch and they just, waddle around, you know, and I go read like everybody messages. is just sharing the space. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm in their space. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> They're not yeah. in my space. I'm in their space. Yeah. So I love that. So I know I always say our mess is our message. Mm-hmm. So what was your mess? What called you because of what you went through and transformed right. through that called you to do this new kind of work because there's yeah. always a story and I love stories. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have to tell me a story. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think for me, it was a couple of things. So, you know, I initially grew up in Illinois um, mm-hmm. and realized that the cold winters there were just not my mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So I knew that at some point I would move. And so I moved from Illinois to Maryland. But, okay. This is better. You know, it's a little bit warmer. It's less Winters weren't as bad, but there was black ice and I never quite felt connected in the geography. And so I knew that as I explored different places and I tried all different you know, places, I thought, well, maybe it was ocean, maybe it was beach, maybe it was mountains. And mm-hmm. each time I would visit Arizona, it just felt different. Um, And so I'm drawn and I draw my energy from warm and dry. So knowing that and and each time I would come back, it would be like, well, why am I not here? I mean, why am I in a place that every morning I, the first thing I do is to look at the weather so that I know how I can act, how I can dress. It was like, it was amazing to me to realize that the weather almost like I allowed it to dictate who I was and who I was being. And I didn't want that. Yeah. And I knew that every time I would at least visit Arizona, I didn't have to worry about that. It was always sunny. It was always nice. It was a non-issue. Yeah. And so for me, it was realizing how much weather actually impacted me. And so knowing that if I had an option and a choice of where I was going to spend my time, then why not be someplace where it energized and ignited me versus kind of like zapped my energy. And so that was a huge piece of the decision. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, yeah, when you start actually asking yourself those kinds of questions, Mm -hmm. you know, 
what energizes you, what kind of weather energizes you. You know, yeah. I'm from Missouri and um, I love Missouri. It's a beautiful state. But when I got to Texas, I was just like, I'm home for right now. Yeah. So will you touch on a little bit of that? Because I feel another calling now. Yes. Yes. So I think that there's multiple, you know, how, how people have a kind of concept of a, um, a soulmate, Mm -hmm. you know, there might be multiple people in your life in different seasons of your life and for different things you need to learn and experience. I also think that there are geographies that are the same. So, um, you know, people I think are called to different places at different times. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think wherever someone is right now may be the place for them. And then based on life experiences or wherever they're focused on what they need to learn or, you know, open up to, maybe mm-hmm. there's then a different location that would really support that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And, and still, I, there's um, the Boston Mountains in Arkansas that we just love. It's yeah. the Buffalo River and mm. it's, just, it's just picturesque, of course. And, um, and, and I, I just haven't been able to step over that line to, I want to spend more time there. Yeah. But to move there permanently, you know, I still feel tied to where I am. Not, yeah. not tied, like, not, not like I'm not bound stuck. here. Not right. stuck. Not, it's just that I don't, I'm not ready to leave yet. Yes. And maybe I'm not supposed to leave. Maybe that's just supposed to be like a secondary, Yeah. you know, continuing to spend time there because I adore the mountains. I love the river and, um, um, one of my, my, one of my Chinese archetypes is a mountain mm. with a cave in the center, you know, for inward, it's to go inward. Yes. And, and that's your, that's your special time with source and yourself and your yeah. inner being and growing. And, um, and many of those, uh, mountains up there have crystal caves mm. uh, that's a that's a tourist thing up there where people yeah. can go um crystal hunting so oh, so it's very much uh, a draw for me to yeah. be there yeah well yeah. and I and I think not everyone takes the time or the opportunity to think about this so when you said all those questions it really was to have people yes. just spend time mm-hmm. allowing themselves to think is there a place out there that would better support what I'm being called to do and be mm-hmm. right now? And if so, what would it take right. to allow yourself to spend time there, whether it's temporary or permanent or? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I love this conversation. I, I just, um, I think this is really important work because I do feel that we are being called to be much more connected to mother earth and the energies of the earth. And, um, mm-hmm. so, um, how can people connect with you? Because I know there's going to be a lot of questions in people's minds about how in the world do I figure out my yeah, like, where do I start? soulmate? Right. <laughs> like, where do I start? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right now I would say probably the best way to reach me is either, um, LinkedIn or Facebook or email. Um, 
by the end of the year, there will be a, you know, enhanced and revised um, website that will have more of this information. Um, so the, the email is lori, L-O-R-I, at inspiregreatnesscoaching.com. And, these, and then, will, these links will be in the show notes for y'all. Yes. And then certainly my LinkedIn um, and my Facebook are under my name, Lori Raju. Lori Raju. Very good. Yeah. yeah and I'll, I'll put these all in for everybody's convenience. So um, how, can, how can they touch base with you and find out a little bit more about figuring out their geographical soulmate? Yeah, I would say probably the best way is through that email. Um, but and you have a session or something. Yes. And yeah, so there's a kind of like an introductory, you know, hour, 90 minutes um, kind of exploration where I will use some of those questions that are in that mm -hmm. book chapter um, to have the person really start to explore are they in their current geographical soulmate? Yeah. Or, you know, if not, how willing are they to explore it further? So really kind of an initial, mm -hmm. you know. Dip your toe in the water. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if you are looking at a geography where you can travel to at this particular point, why not consider scheduling a trip? Mm -hmm. You know, so just kind of what would be available and what would feel like the next step. You know, it just made me think of, I, I just thought of this thing, um, you know, I wonder if anybody will ever find out that even where they are, is their geographical soulmate and they just have not meshed with it, not, they have not allowed themselves that to get to know their, yes. where they are right here, right now. Yeah. And then I wonder how many will actually discover, oh my gosh, I'm already in my geographical soulmate for this season. For this season. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. and then they start going through the questions and realize, oh, well, check, this check, check. This is, yes. this is what I've been looking for. Yes. And, uh, you know, because sometimes we're always looking at the other side, the other yard is, you know, right. greener right. grass on the other side. Yes, yes. Well, and I, I think, you know, based on just talking to friends and family and colleagues, it's not necessarily something that people have really thought of. And there's so many benefits of being in a geography that supports you, <laughs> that energetically supports you. Yeah. yeah, because certainly, you know, people have been on vacation and they just adore a certain place and they love going back there, you know, maybe yeah. year after year or as many times as they can, because it just felt different. Yes. Felt, they felt connected. Mm -hmm. just like you said, when you would visit Arizona, why am I not here? This is where I feel the connection. Yeah. Yeah. So just even, you know, work with Lori go on, you know, take her up on this discovery call to let her kind of broach those questions for you mm -hmm. and see if you can't start uh, kind of feeling your way into your geographical soulmate. I love this. I love this conversation, Lori. Um, I could talk forever with you. About 
so um Marianne, I think we need to face it. I think we could talk about any topic. For, oh, that's true. <laughs> for hours. You and I can do this. And she was talking about her expansion magic. Let me tell you, I have been a recipient of her magic. And she can see amazing expanded version of who you are. So she uses her magic. She knows how to do this. She is proficient at it. So allow her to, to see that for you because it may just be that spark that you need yeah. to move you forward into the life you would love living at the season of your time, at mm. the season of your life. So thank you, Lori. Thank You're you everyone welcome, for listening. Thank you everyone for listening. I appreciate you. Be sure to like, comment and subscribe to this podcast. And you, as always, you are invited to visit our website, maryannpack.com. It will be in the show notes for all of our services. And Lori, do you have any other departing words of wisdom you'd like to leave us with today? Mm, I guess what I would say is listen to your heart and your soul. Yes. Listen to your heart and soul. Yes. Yeah. Yes, because we are definitely, there are, there's some place that's calling you folks. Yes. <laughs> and uh, your heart and soul will, will help you determine that. But go take a call with Lori because um, she'll, she'll be the one that kind of spurs you on to thinking and start feeling into where your geological soulmate is. Mm -hmm. So thank you again, Lori. I appreciate you. You're and welcome, Lori. Absolutely. Remember, everyone, you are joy looking for a way to express